Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. So we're reading today from Judges 4 to 6, um, and it's about Deborah. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, now that Ehud was dead. So the Lord sold them into the hands of Jabin, the king of Canaan, who, was, who reigned in Hazor, Sisera. The commander of his army was based in Harosheth, Hagoyim. Because he had 900 chariots fitted with iron, and had cruelly oppressed the Israelites for 20 years, they cried out to the Lord for help. Now Deborah, a prophet, the wife of Lapidoth, was leading Israel at the time. She held court under the palm of Deborah, Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites went up to her to have their disputes decided. She sent for Barak, son of Abinah, Abinoam from Kadesh in the Naphtali and said to him, the Lord, the God of Israel commands you, go take with you 10,000 men of Naphtali and Zebulun and lead them to Mount Tabor. I will lead Sisera and the commander of Jabin's army with his chariots and his troops to the Kishon River and give him into your hands. Barak said to her, if you go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. Certainly I will go with you, said Deborah, but because of the course you are taking, the honour will not be yours, for the Lord will, de will deliver Sisera into the hands of a woman. So Deborah went to Barak to Kadesh, with Barak to Kadesh. There Barak summoned Zebulun and Naphtali, and 10,000 men went up under his command. Deborah also went up with him. Now Heber the Kenite had also left the other Kenites, the descendants of Hobab, Moses' brother-in-law, and pitched his tent by the great tree and Zanim near Kadesh. When they told Sisera that Barak, of, son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, Sisera summoned from Herosheth Hagoyim to the Kishon River all the men and his 900 chariots fitted with iron. Then Deborah said to Barak, Go. This is the day the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Has not the Lord gone ahead of you? So Barak went down to the Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. At Barak's advance, the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and army by the sword. And Sisera got down from his chariot and fled on foot. Barak pursued the chariots and army as far as Harasheth Hagoyim, and all Sisera's troops fell by the sword. Not a man was left. Sisera, meanwhile, fled on foot to the, to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite, because there was an alliance between Jabin, king of Hazor, and the family of Heber, the Canaanite. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Come, my lord, come right in, don't be afraid. So he entered her tent and she covered him with a blanket. I'm thirsty, he said. Please give me some water. 
She opened a skin of milk and gave him a drink and covered him up. Stand in the doorway of the tent, he told her. If somebody comes by and asks you, is anybody there? Say no. But Jael, Haber's wife, picked up a tent peg and a hammer and went quietly to him while he lay fast asleep, exhausted. She drove the peg through his temple into the ground and he died. Just then Barak came by in pursuit of Sisera and Jael went out to meet him. Come, I will show you the man that you are looking for. So he went with her and there lay Sisera with the tent peg through his temple, dead. On that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, before the Israelites and at the hand And the hand of the Israelites pressed harder and harder against Jabin, king of Canaan, until they destroyed him. On that day, Deborah and Barak, son of Abinoam, sang this song. When the princes in in Israel take the lead, when the people willingly offer themselves, praise the Lord. Hear this, you kings, listen, you rulers, I... Even I will sing to the Lord. I will praise the Lord, the God of Israel, in song. When you, Lord, went out from Seir, when you marched on the land of Edom, the earth shook, the heavens poured, the clouds poured down water, the mountains quaked before the Lord, the one of Sinai, before the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, In the days of Jael, the highways were abandoned. Travellers took to winding roads. Villagers in Israel would not fight. They held back until I, Deborah, arose. Until I arose, a mother in Israel. God chose new leaders. But when war came to the city gates, but not a shield or a spear was seen among 40,000 in Israel. My heart is with Israel's princes, with the willing volunteers among the people. Praise the Lord. You who ride on white donkeys, sitting on your saddle blankets, and you who walk along the road, consider the voice of the singers at the watering places. They recite the victories of the Lord, the victories of his villagers in Israel. Then the the people of the Lord went down to the city gates. Wake up, wake up, Deborah. Wake up, wake up, break out in song. Arise, Barak, take captive your captive, son of Abinoam. The remnant of the nobles came down. The people of the Lord came down to me against the mighty. Some came from Ephraim, whose roots were in Amalek. Benjamin was with the people who followed you. From Machia, captains came down. From Zebulun, those who bear commander's staff. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah. Yes, Issachar was with Barak, sent under his command into the valley. Into the districts of Reuben, there was much searching of heart. Why did you stay amongst the sheep pens to hear the whistling for the flocks? In the districts of Reuben, there was much searching of heart. Gilead stayed beyond the Jordan, and Dan, why did he linger by the ships? Asher remained on the coast and stayed in his coves. The people of Zebulun risked their very lives. So did Naphtali on the terraced fields. Kings came, they fought. The kings of Canaan fought 
at Tanakh by the by the waters of the Megiddo. They took no plunder of silver. From the heavens the stars fought. From their courses they fought against Sisera. The river Kishon swept them away. The age-old river, the river Kishon. March on my soul, be strong. Then thundered the horse's hooves, galloping, galloping, go his mighty steeds. Curse Meroz, said the angel of the Lord. Curse its people bitterly because they did not come to help the Lord, to help the Lord against the mighty. Most blessed of women be Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite, most blessed of tent-dwelling women. He asked her for water and she gave him milk. In a bowl fit for nobles, she brought him curdled milk. Her hand reached for the tent peg, her right hand for the workman's hammer. She struck Sisera, she crushed his head, she shattered and pierced his temple. At her feet she sank, he sank, he fell, there he lay. At her feet he sank, he fell, where he sank, there he fell, dead. Through the window peered Sisera's mother. Behind the lattice she cried out, Why is this chariot so long in coming? Why is the clatter of his chariots delayed? The wisest of her ladies answer her. Indeed, she keeps saying to herself, Are they not finding and dividing the spoils? A woman or two for each man. Colourful garments as plunder for Sisera. Colourful garments embroidered, highly embroidered garments for my neck. All this is pl as plunder? So may all your enemies perish, Lord, but may all who love you be like the sun when it rises in its strength. Then the Lord had, then the land had peace for 40 years. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Because of the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites and other eastern peoples invaded the country. They camped on the land and they ruined the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep nor cattle nor donkeys. They came up with the livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them or their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. When the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I, rest you from the, I rescued you from the hands of the Egyptians, and I delivered you from the hands of all your oppressors. I drove them out before you, and I gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the God of the Amorites, in whose land you live, but you haven't listened to me. The angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak in, a, in Ophrah that belonged to Joash, the Abiezerite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel, angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? 
where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Gideon replied, If now I have found favour in the eyes, in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. Please do not go away until I come back and bring you my offering and set it before you. And the Lord said, I will wait, wait until you return. Gideon went inside, prepared a young goat, and from an ephah of flour he made bread without yeast. Putting the meat in a basket and its broth in a pot, he brought them out and offered them to him under the oak. The angel of the Lord said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread, place them both on this rock and pour out the broth. And Gideon did so. Then the angel of the Lord touched the meat and the unleavened bread with the tip of the staff that was in his hand. Fire flared from the rock, consuming the meat and the bread, and the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realised that it was the angel of the Lord, he exclaimed, Alas, sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace, do not be afraid, you're not going to die. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it the Lord is Peace. To this day, it stands in Ophrah of the Abiezrites. That same night, the Lord said to him, take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven years old. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top use top of this height, using the wood of the Asherah pole that you cut down. Offer the second bull as a burnt offering. So Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. In the morning when the people of the town got up, there was Baal's altar demolished with the Asherah pole beside it cut down and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar. They asked each other, who did this? When they carefully investigated, they were told, Gideon, son of Joash, did it. The people of town of the town demanded of Joash, bring out your son, he must die because he has broken down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole next to it. But Joash replied to the hostile crowd around him, are you going to plead Baal's cause? Are you trying to save him? Whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when somebody breaks down his altar. So because Gideon broke down Baal's, Baal's altar, they gave him the name Jerubbabel. That day, saying, let Baal contend with him. Now all the Midianites, Amalekites and other eastern people joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. 
Then the spirit of the Lord came on Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Abiezrites to follow him. He sent messengers throughout Manasseh, calling them to arms and also into Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, so that they went to went up to meet them. Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hands as you have promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand as you have said. And that is what happened. Gideon rose early next morning. He squeezed the fleece and wrung out the dew, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, do not be angry with me. Let me make one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece, but this time make the fleece dry and let the ground be covered with dew. That night God did so. Only the fleece was dry and all the ground was covered with dew. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may His light shine upon you.